0: You're listening to the Up North QCast. Woo! I smell barbecue! If it's about barbecue in the upper Midwest, we're talking about it.
1: All right. Well, welcome to the Up North QCast. I'm Matt V. Tori's with me today. We're going to be speaking with Aaron Bordage. He's the owner of Northern Fire Grilling and Barbecue Supply Company in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Aaron opened the doors in March of 2020. A little bit about Aaron. Aaron grew up in northern New Mexico, just below the foothills to the Rocky Mountains. There wasn't a McDonald's or any other fast food for probably 20 miles is what he said, which led to lots of home cooking, often in the outdoors. Spit roasting or pit roasting got Aaron interested in barbecue at a young age. So if you can fast forward to 2010, along with his better half, as he calls her, they were making barbecue ribs, and they decided to make their own barbecue sauce at that time, uh, that's where I'd like to start this interview. All right, Aaron. Well, thank you so much for having us uh, up here at your wonderful store. How's it going today?
0: Uh, good, good. We had a nice, busy little Sunday rush. It's good.
1: I noticed that we walked in. You had quite a few people in here.
0: Yeah, love yeah. that.
1: You might as well get some sales in before Christmas, right? That's the idea, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> I like it. How did you fare for the weather we had? Uh, how, how was how were things going then?
0: You know, uh, we. Um all things considered i thought we did pretty well um we had one day that was kind of a off switch where we got snow late in the afternoon and um there's always things to do here so that's not, not not terrible
1: no no tornadoes or anything in this area
0: no no we uh we were lucky i guess um sounded like everything out east was a little hairy but no west side was safe it's pretty crazy that we had some
1: tornadoes in december in minnesota that's unprecedented
0: well the one thing you learn about minnesota is anything can happen. (laughs) Be prepared. Anything
2: can happen. Absolutely. You know, along those lines of Minnesota in December, how how does uh, business compare? I mean, people, are they still barbecuing as much? Yeah,
0: you know, it's, um, we get more of the hardcores, you know, this time of year. But um, of course, around the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving is its own deal. You know, we get everybody in that's, you know, um, getting rubs and brines and all that stuff for Turkey Day. And um, uh, Thanksgiving's always been really good. And then it's about the week after Thanksgiving slows down a bit, and then you get into Christmas and it goes bonkers again. Um, but yeah, and then uh, January and February is definitely slower, but um, you, get the, you get the people that are, um, you know, addicted that, that don't care what the weather is. I'm one of those guys myself. I think we all are, all yeah, three of us. Yep. We
1: love to do it all the time. And year I round. think
0: it's, I think, you know, um, I, I don't, you know, th- barbecue is growing and exploding, I think, kind of everywhere. And up in Minnesota, I think we're going to see more and more that, you know, off-season style cooking because, um, you know, Minnesotans are hardy people and they don't, you know, that's ice fishing for God's sakes. You know, yeah. People sit yeah. on a bucket and, you know, try to catch fish in a hole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's I think, more fun than that? I love it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the more people that get into barbecue, I think we'll see more and more people coming in in January and February and just kind of keep them going. So.
1: Do you see a lot of uh, stocking stuffers like rubs and sauces oh, yeah. going on yeah the uh,
0: yeah as you can tell if you look at the we're missing are pretty particular about keeping that that wall shelf or that shelf over there uh stocked mm-hmm. and we got pretty picked over today you did so, there's yeah. a few which is it's fine you know um we didn't have our full crew today, so we're we, we got some clean. You'll take care of it later, right? Yep, tomorrow tomorrow morning we'll be we'll be working. So oh, make awesome. sure you guys come
2: by and get some stocking stuffers.
1: Yeah. That's right. Uh, yep, we're running out of time. And your prices as well are, are very very good, very reasonable. So that's.
0: yeah, we try to compete. You know, um, we don't sell online. We made the decision kind of early on that we weren't going to do the online store. Not that I, I have a problem with anybody doing it. There's just so many people doing it. Um, we we kind of felt like uh, that wasn't the investment we wanted to make, but um, so we 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 always tell people if you if you need something, give us a call, um, send us an email. We'll we'll get you taken care of. We'll get it drop figured out. The mail. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, there's there's a a lot of online stores, but we we pay attention. We know what things are selling for, and we we make sure that we're we're not tearing anybody's head off. So, well, that's Sweet. great.
1: Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh well, we just we just like to say you know we do like to spotlight Minnesota businesses. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know and and we've heard a lot about your store and you know we appreciate you having us up here yeah um, you know we're just we're excited that we finally made it up so thanks for having me it's awesome
2: you know but before we talk about uh, your store it looks like you're from a, a beautiful part of the country yeah
0: yeah how'd absolutely. you end up here in Minnesota uh, there's jobs up here brother. <laughs> okay yeah, so unfortunately where I'm from in New Mexico it's um, you guys only heard a, a small portion of that so I, I grew up in a couple different places in New Mexico. One of them was up uh, La Plata, New Mexico, which is just south of Durango, Colorado, and that is absolutely God's country. And mm-hmm. if I could plant myself in a chair with a beer, that, that's where I would do it. But um, uh, my dad went from uh, selling hot rods to selling tractors, and we moved to uh, what I call the armpit of the universe, Gallup, New Mexico, which is uh, it's just, uh, what, 20 miles away from the Arizona border, um, right on I-40. Okay. Um on the Navajo Indian Reservation. So I, I grew up on basically um on the Indian reservation down mm-hmm. there. Okay. And uh it, it, they're great people. I miss I've got a lot of friends down there, but there were there were nothing to do, no jobs and um my in my previous life I, I, I played music. I was I was a band guy, so okay. yeah, there's a lot better music scene up in Minneapolis. So
1: Minneapolis is known for their music scene.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I do
2: a little bit of music too.
0: Do you? All right. What what do you do?
2: Just generally hip hop r and b type stuff yeah,
0: yeah that's he uh, does the beats,
2: right yeah, all the beats
0: mm-hmm. yeah no i I was a bass player in my past life, so okay it's yeah. great yeah we we love music, so you
1: know Tori Tori's expanding with that, and it's' just, he's had a lot of fun with
2: it sure,
0: awesome yeah, no we're as you can tell of hanging out here, you know we usually have you know it, when the music's off, it kind of makes us crazy it's like if we feel like for it sure it turns into a library, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well let's let's
1: kind of move into the lucky 19 uh, sauces and that that part of your business can you tell us about that
0: yeah um, Missy and I that our first foray into barbecue other than cooking um, uh, Missy and I we have a blended family so we, we both uh, um, we met gosh I don't know 12 years ago um, and one of the things we like to do is cook so we we, we always hung out and cooked and we were we were making ribs one weekend and um, didn't have any barbecue sauce. And I said, "Well, screw it. Let's just try to make something." And uh, which is kind of funny at the time. I thought, you know, how hard can it be? And uh, so we we made a batch of barbecue sauce that wasn't really great. Okay. But we had fun doing it. And then uh, you know, I I think at the time I was dumping way too much beer in it because i was sitting there drinking beer and i'm like oh this has got to be good um but uh but it was fun and then so we kept we kept playing with it we uh we we just started playing with percentages and and um anyway we ended up with uh with three different sauces that we really liked and um it uh it kind of grew legs from just sharing it with people and all of a sudden it was one christmas we had people just everybody's asking us for our barbecue sauce and I didn't have any bottles, I didn't, at that time, I didn't even know where to get bottles. So, (laughs) um, the cheapest way for me to get bottles was to go to the grocery store and buy cheap ketchup and dump out the ketchup. (laughs) 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 But that's how we were just getting it to family and stuff, and then, yeah, it just kept growing. And um, so we, uh, and then a buddy of mine that I used to be in a band with, uh, Eric Barch, Eric, uh, not only is he a hell of a guitar player, he also is a hell of an artist, and he did our our uh, lucky 19 logo and then did all of our packaging and i don't know what you guys think but i i think he absolutely just killed it looks our, great our packaging I, is, yes. mm-hmm. I love that that's the I one mean, thing i looked at when i picked it up i was like man, that's a
1: that's a nice looking sweet. label yeah, yeah so that
0: was eric's doing and so it was funny because i sent him the names and you know kind of gave him some some ideas and then erica uh, i think it was like it wasn't even that long uh, maybe a week later he sent me the artwork and i was just like holy shit. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all of a nice, sudden all like, of a sudden nice we, yeah, we went from having a product to having a brand. Wow. And uh, that made a huge difference. So yeah, and then we just started chasing stores and um uh like I said we were we were in Lunds and Byerly's for a while and um they kind of processed us out the way that grocery stores do. Um you know, and and now that I'm in the business I kind of get it, you know, now you understand. nothing's forever, but uh we actually sold really well at their store but um uh, they Grocery stores really want local cus or local companies to be in demoing and stuff and you know we we had three kids and a lot of other stuff going on we just couldn't dedicate everything we needed to I know hy
1: V does bring in a lot of locals too Yeah we
0: did a lot of we we were in some hy well actually um, we were in the Cottage Grove Hy-Vee I used to work for 3M down in Cottage Grove so okay. um, I was out there all the time and we were they they uh they did a really good job for us um, and we I need to get back on that but I this this places kind of consume me right now. So sure. a
1: lot going on on your plate for sure.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing. Could, so, so you're, you know, we
2: talked earlier, you're, you're, you got a team, you're a comp team, right? You do yeah. Yeah. Lucky 19. Uh, yeah. Tell, tell us more about that. I mean, where, where have you guys been? Yeah.
0: So, um, when I first started making sauce, my, a friend of mine, Tony Perkins, uh, Tony invited me to come out and cook a rib competition out in Maconia. And, um, I'd never been to a barbecue contest. So we went out there, and you know, I'll be totally honest. Tony Perkins is a much better rib cook at the time, so it was a, it was a it was a it was a good marriage. We used my sauce, and then Tony knew what he was doing as far as cooking ribs. And um, so we went out, and we managed to win that competition. And our our blind box number was 19. That's a great
1: story. Yeah. So that. that's
0: that's where Lucky 19 came from. It was uh, the first first time competing, and we managed to win first place. So wow, good
1: for you. Yeah, yeah, and then and, you're, we, and your first one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tori's
2: yep. got a similar story. You, wasn't your first first place? It was, but it was people's choice. It Sounds like you guys had the judges.
0: Um, um regular judging. Yeah, no, contest. it was a, That was not a KCBS contest. So the judges, I can't even remember how they organized that. It was at a grocery store, um, MacIntuans out, okay. out in Waconia, but um, but, but it was sure judged
1: they, by just judges like table judges is what is what he's asking because yeah, he, he won a people's choice two years in a row. First competition, you you won first competition as well, first place, right? Right. That, that's yep. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Beginner's luck. Yeah. Fun well, stuff.
0: Yeah. And then you got your hooks in you, right? So exactly. Yeah, you uh, right. Yeah, and then you, you then you spend a lot of money chasing little pig trophies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But
1: you know, looking around here, I I can see, you know, definitely have have won in quite a few contests, and you know what you're affiliated with, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Yeah um from there you met Tony Tony what's his last name courthouse courthouse can you tell us about Tony and
0: yeah Tony actually he um he had one of the first barbecues one of the first true barbecue stores you know really in the definitely in the Northwest but or Northwest <laughs> north Central I guess um uh, he um, he opened Q- Qtopia barbecue supply um gosh about 12 years ago 11 years ago and mm-hmm. um, and was really ahead of his time. Um, Tony did a great job, uh, definitely catered to competition teams. Um, So Tony, we met him, uh, you know, we live eight minutes away from the store and uh, his store was in the same location as ours, obviously, but uh, so we got to know Tony pretty well from shopping here and then going to competitions, you know, we knew him from the store and we'd hang out with him and he's a great guy. We loved hanging out with Tony and, He used to run a competition called Fire and Ice up in Fire and Ice Brainerd. Yeah, Mm I love that contest.
1: Um, Some of the teams we interviewed have been to that competition as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: we're hoping to bring that back. Okay, that's another story for maybe another day. But we're we're (laughs) we're definitely we're going to try to bring that contest back. Um,
1: You actually cook on the lake, right?
0: Uh, you good? can. Uh, if you want to. When it first started, everybody was on the lake, and then it kind of, uh, as it grew, they started giving people the choice. Either you could be in an ice house on the lake, or you can come up into the parking lot. Um, you know, when people are bringing out, you know, RVs and trailers. And sure, stuff. sure. gets a little yeah. heavy. Some people got a little <laughs> nervous about putting RVs on the lake, so. For sure. You know, and then it, the weather is obviously important. I've
1: tried to get Tori out there, and the I see he says, no. I'm
2: good.
0: You're yeah. good. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that, but. Got so, it. yeah, anyway, we got to know Tony really well and um, over the years. And then uh, uh, he had made the decision to move back to Iowa. And I was talking to him about, you know, hey, what, what do you think you're going to do with the store? And he wasn't sure at the time. And uh, he made the decision to sell. And uh, <laughs> we were driving back home from a contest. And, you know, Missy and I were talking about it. I looked at her and I said, well, you know, maybe we should maybe we should try to buy it. And Missy looked at me and said, we're not buying an effing barbecue store. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about... Three months later we owned an effing barbecue store, yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way that works right uh-huh. twist,
1: twist some arms huh uh-huh for sure well you have some bi- business partners in the business can you tell us about them
0: yeah missy obviously um so it's it's missy and i and then jeff vanderlinde from shiggin and grinning so yep. we're all equal partners in the business uh Jeff, we love to call the. He's the quote-unquote silent partner who never shuts up. But, um, <laughs> like I've seen him on TV,
1: so yeah, he likes to talk. To yeah,
0: them. yeah. Jeff's awesome. I mean, you know, the nice thing about Jeff is when we got into this business, we were relatively new. That we knew a lot of people, but but Jeff literally knows any, anybody everywhere. So, um, in addition to to being, you know, a pretty smart guy that owns a business or several businesses of his own, um, uh, it was good to have a voice in the room that was. Uh, uh, business savvy. Yeah, yeah. Not maybe, maybe not as much of the dreamer that I am. You know, so mm-hmm. um, it's a really good marriage between Jeff and Missy and myself. And we uh, we um, um, we all have our our strengths and weaknesses, and and uh, they always say hire people that fill your weaknesses, and I think we've done that with absolutely our, with our group. So yeah, in any
1: business, you need to yeah. put people in the right places.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yep. You guys miss Missy here earlier. She was she. Yeah, that, that, there's no way that shelf would look like that. She was here earlier today, but. Uh, She'd be all over it, now. Yeah, oh God, yeah. yeah well, we true.
1: have another microphone. Too so bad she's not
0: here. Yeah, she. Um, it's Christmas week, and um, our middle kid graduated college yesterday, so we've oh, been busy that's great. with other things. She said, I have got to go Christmas shopping, so she, she bailed out a little bit. We're getting there.
1: down to the wire now. Christmas is just yeah. a few right days away. Corner,
2: less mm-hmm. than a week. Yeah. All right, so you got quite the setup here and um so you, you you got the store what'd you do to make it your own or is
0: it pretty much the same as it was before or what what'd you, what'd you change uh we changed quite a bit um you know as far as the the, the layout um we uh it was kind of funny it was tony was was here when we were taking apart utopia and putting together northern fire and i was i always tell people it was like redesigning your friend's living room with them sitting there you know (laughs) um but uh we we came in and you know obviously painted and, and uh put in the new flooring and uh um pretty much did everything ourselves so it was uh and we were going as fast as we could we closed um january 30th 2020 and then we we opened march 3rd so we were going as fast as we can to get product in and get things set up and um those two shelves over there, which is kind of my pride and joy. We, we had those fabricated and that's 100-year-old uh, sh- uh, machine shed flooring out of some building in Wisconsin. So wow. that, the wood on those shelves is pretty cool. It is. Um, yeah, so we we that was one thing we did. Then we we brought in Traeger, which Tony had for a while, and then he and Traeger separated. Um, then Yeti, uh, we brought Yeti back in Uh, That was back when you could get Yeti. Now, now (laughs) Yeti is really hard to get right now. It's popular. Um, Yeah, it's just they just don't have any stock, or what? Yeah, I think supply chain stuff. It's a a combination of things because you know you get you get big stores that do you know the big box stores that buy a ton of Yeti, and then for us to try to predict what we need for Yeti, it's a totally different you know, uh, but it's definitely hard to get. Like for instance, we ordered a, a Yeti cooler that we ordered march of last year shipped last week really yeah so just to give you an idea that's wow. that's
1: a long wait wow and
0: really hard to predict you know if you have a customer you know that wants something like that and i can't tell them when they're going to get it it's it's sure it's a tough well product. it's
1: not, you're not the only one all products are are behind yeah right now. yeah
0: we, you know like yoder smokers that we sell yoder um we sell yoder and traeger about equally um and i, I like them both they're they're both awesome but uh, Yoder smokers, um, you know, being American-made, they're a uh, 35 to 40 week lead time. Wow! Yep. So we really got to be on our game, planning ahead for those guys. So
1: you have a full store here; it's great. You have a you have a nice selection. Yeah,
0: thanks. That's for
1: sure. Just tell us, uh, you know, about a few more of your products you have. I know you have a tons of rubs and
0: sauces. You have the Yetis. Um, I guess just tell us a little bit more about what you have. Um, we actually have more than what's on the floor. We sell some products that aren't uh, displayed also like Memphis grills, for instance, we, sometimes we have them on the floor, but if somebody buys a Memphis, it pretty much comes off the floor. Whereas this other stuff, kind of the, the Traegers and Yoders and, um, they, they stay on the floor they' they're, That's floor stock that doesn't go anywhere. Um, gotcha. yep. the alpha pizza ovens we brought in. And at the time we really didn't, the first time we brought in the alphas, um, we didn't know a ton about them other than we knew they were really well made. They're Italian made. They look like they're great quality. Yeah, they, They're awesome. They're, they're, um, but what we learned is they're kind of like you know we've got barbecue dorks like myself. There are people that are pizza crazy, sure. Um, and there there are people that are super passionate about pizza and, and pizza ovens. And um, so we've gotten to know those people. And, and as you can tell, we brought in more of them, and it's been really fun. They're they're really cool. Wood smoker, um, can they can you put coal in them too? Like what would you do? You wouldn't want to. Well, some people do use charcoal. Um, usually it's 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 sticks. So okay. you're burning. Sure. Uh, they're wood burners. The one that, down on the far end there that the uh, the Alpha Brio is actually a gas fired, but it's a hybrid. You yep. can use wood as well. Okay. So to get um, some smoke on it, yep. if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought in the PK grills, which you know everybody knows. The uh, PK has been show. around forever and yeah. ever, and
1: they're wonderful smokers. I know the SCA comp, you know, circuit they use them a lot, and
0: sure, yeah, and they're great cookers. You know, it's a great addition if you've got a if you've got a pellet grill at home and you want to get a hard sear on a steak you know a pk grill is going to do that for you and um doesn't take a lot of time to heat up holds heat like crazy you know high temperature searing yep. okay. um yeah love the pks um other than that you know we've got the um uh, outlaw smokers which we talked about sounds like tory's on the hook i got my eyes on that <laughs> that one yeah. might go out the door yeah sure the outlaw patios you know they're um uh, made in mentone indiana Jay craig does a fabulous job building those things and uh um, at the time we, when we first brought in outlaws, we had no idea, you know, what kind of market was there for, for a smoker like that. And, um, I think we sold 14 now, which is, I've been really you. happy with. And yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it, we've got a great relationship with Jay and I love the smokers and people love seeing them. And, um, you know, it's, I, I, it's, it's just a great smoker. You know, you can't go wrong with those things. For sure. Um, but in addition, we brought in the Anchor Grills, um, the Anchor Smokers, which is uh, that, that's built, built in Lake Crystal, Minnesota. And that's a, an awesome offset smoker, all coordinated in steel, um, uh, really well made. So those have been getting more and more popular, too. The nice thing about the Anchor Grills, is you're not going to pay freight on them. Uh, Paul, that builds the things, runs them up from uh, down in the Mankato area and brings them up to us. So.
1: It's yeah, like, well, freight can add to the cost for sure. Ton, yeah, freight a lot of money. This year
0: has been a nightmare. So, um, yeah, freight costs and, and now wood costs went through the roof. So we're paying you know for some of the products we bring in, the pallets themselves that the product ships on is seventy five to one hundred bucks. So wow, no kidding. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. wow. Well, hopefully the supply chain thing will get fixed eventually. I I hope for everybody's sake, for right. your sake, yeah. and yep, for the consumer as well.
2: All right. So so with the cold winters in Minnesota. What's your opinion on insulating smokers? Or do, or do you do you have anything like that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh that that you make can
0: recommend or any insulated smokers?
2: Cuz
1: I know sure Traeger has blankets too, don't they? Do, they do, do, you for do
0: the uh, the the Pro series. So if you if you look at the Traegers, there's the Pro series which has a stack. Um the Ironwood and the Timberline, they don't have a stack. They're reverse exhausted too. So they do have more insulation but you can't put a blanket on them they don't make a, an insulated blanket for those because of the fact they're they're reverse exhausted which means they're exhausting out the, the back of the smoker gotcha um, yep um, so they've been you know the, the Traeger's uh, John who employee number one here John's got a, an ironwood and you know it's he cooks on it all season. I've got a Timberline, and you know, last year Super Bowl Sunday, I cooked a pile of wings on it in sub-zero temperatures. No problem. They're plenty insulated. Yep. Sure. Yep. Wow. Not a problem. You're going to burn, you know, slightly more pellets than you would other days, but uh... the Yoder smokers are a little bit different, and then they're all 10 gauge steel, so very big, heavy metal smoker. Um, once you get that body heat up, it kind of acts as its own insulator. But they also they do make insulated blankets, insulated uh, heat covers for those that work really, really well. Good to know. Um, then you've got you know the offsets which is just a different you're chasing a different problem you know cooking on um, an offset and sub-zero you're obviously gonna have to run a lot more fire um, but the double insulated firebox on an outlaw really makes that
1: help. I think the offsets are hungry anyway as far yeah, as I, I using, a lot my using a lot of wood yep yep,
0: yep. For, for sure, sure.
1: well I, I see you you have some meat products can you tell us about the meat that you have in the in the freezer back here
0: yeah the meat's been fun um we uh so when tony had the store he pretty much focused on barbecue meats, you know the pork shoulder brisket ribs um we just kind of kept expanding outwards from that but that's a somewhat um that that kind of grew out of the COVID era um you know we were always going to have meat um so, ten days after we opened in March, you know we started the first round of shutdowns. Um, luckily, because we're we do sell meat and a lot of the product we sell rubs and sauces um, so we're licensed as grocery okay so we were considered we were deemed essential, so we had to keep our doors open um, so the next thing we knew, the restaurants were shutting down. Um, so our one of our vendors, uh, Market House Meats and the Fish Guys, which are right up in St. Louis Park. Yep. Fish Guys. They 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 provide uh, meat and seafood to a lot of the high end restaurants in town. A lot of so,
1: restaurants use the Fish Guys. I oh yeah. I used to be a restaurant manager and we used them as well.
2: Sure. Great products. Never heard of them.
0: Yeah, well, you, you, probably, <laughs> you probably wouldn't because they don't they don't do a ton of retail. They're behind the scenes guys that supply restaurants. <laughs> Uh, but they bring in like fresh seafood every two days and they're breaking them down. into
1: phenomenal packaging. products they have, yep.
0: Yep. I, I remember. So as a result of the restaurants closing down, our guys at the fish guys, they were looking for any outlet to, you know, to keep themselves in business, keep their employees going. And, um, at the same time, you know, we had customers looking to find other cuts of meat other than just barbecue cuts. So. Uh, we started bringing in the Snake River Farms product, which um, you know we absolutely love, and um, so uh, we've got the Snake River Farms ground beef and hot dogs, which is a no-brainer. Um, then we started bringing in tri-tip, you know, tri-tip's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we they uh, they recommended uh, the zabuton and Bavettes, which are little 10-ounce steaks over there, mm. uh, wagyu. They're gold wagyu. Um, they're absolutely amazing and. So they're twenty-two dollars for a, a ten-ounce wagyu steak, which is pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, wagyu is is
1: is is up there as far as price
0: goes, but that's actually not though. a bad price, like
1: you said, from what I've heard. So yeah, I yeah, I have our, to take one home today.
0: We kind of intend to. We don't we don't really want to. Um, you know, some of our pricing, honestly, we don't make a ton of money on, but it's you know we want to we want to give people an opportunity to try that stuff, but. Uh, um, so then we now we've got beef ribs, we've got ribeyes. Um, gosh, what else do we have there? Pork belly. Um, pork belly's been a popular item. Um, and then in addition, we can order pretty much any cut of beef. Like this time of year, we're bringing in uh, prime ribs and tenderloins. And some people are ordering the wagyu. Uh, other other people are ordering prime. Um, so we can do either one, but. Um, uh, we have a fair amount of people that are buying. You know, we sell the full pack of briskets, um, both at, both Snake River and and there's a couple of different versions of prime that we bring in that are really good too. Uh, then on the pork side, we've always sold only the Compart Duroc product out of Nicollet, Minnesota. Uh, it it phenomenal is phenomenal products. Yeah, there's there's nothing better than Compart Duroc. It's it's those dry aged pork chops that we have in there are literally the best thing you'll ever have in your life i love the wagyu beef but those dry-aged pork chops are phenomenal so uh back ribs spare ribs pork shoulder um dry-aged pork chops we've got the compart duroc sausages up there um yeah so got some
1: ham ham in there yeah
0: yep yeah we just brought in ham for christmas Uh, we don't always have that oh and i forgot to mention the uh, culottes or uh, picanha that's been a really popular cut
1: so. Well, um, we, we had a team that was the two guys that made the made the picanha, Remember? Yeah. Um, Furlongs. Furlongs. Furlongs yes. uh, oh boy. They they actually did some picanha snake river farms um, at a competition
0: just to just grilled it up. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I know those guys. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome guys. <laughs> oh, they
2: yes, they are. They're a blast.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty good cooks too. So oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. they do.
2: They are darn good cooks. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. So, I've seen something uh, on your website about classes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you mind uh, elaborating? That's on a one? tough one. We um, uh, we did a couple classes last year. We had Dustin Reese from Hogline, a uh, two-time Minnesota Team of the Year winner. Uh, Dustin came in and taught a, a backyard chicken and ribs class, um, which was super popular, sold out in two days. Um, Dustin does a great job, and we're going to... we're. We're in discussions with him right now. Uh, we're trying to pick a date for him to come back in and do either either a backyard style class like we did last year or maybe a four meat class, not sure yet. Um, in addition to that last year, we had um, my buddy, Charlie Torgerson. Uh, Charlie is uh, the owner of RC's Barbecue out at the State Fairgrounds. And he also has Charlie T's food. He's got a food truck. Um, Charlie is, uh, as far as a barbecue chef goes, He's prob- probably the best barbecue chef that I know. He's amazing um, and a fun guy. So we had him come in and do a brisket class with, that sold out in 24 hours last year. Um, and we cooked uh, we cooked brisket on the Outlaw. We cooked it on the Traeger. Um, and then uh, we had two that he had cooked, pre-cooked, um, and then reheated. So we had two that were restaurant style um, that he did at his, at his truck. Then we did one on the Traeger and one on the Outlaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fun to... I I, I, t- I kind of joke that it was a brisket eating class because it was we had we had a ton of brisket, um, but yeah, it was it was really popular and we're, we're, so we're going to try to do that again as well. Um, um, and you know, Charlie's a busy guy, but I think I can probably talk him, about back. him coming back. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm always
1: up for classes too. I I need to learn more about brisket yeah. personally. I I'm, I'm better at ribs than anything, but I think brisket. You know, Tori, you're d- darn good at brisket, but
0: yeah, I can I can learn a few things though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I, you know, Missy and I have taken a bunch of barbecue classes, um, you know, Travis Clark's class and, uh, Rod Gray's class. Um, we just went down and took Joe Pierce's class. Um, and we had a lot of people ask us about those classes and, you know, those are, Joe Pierce is the number two cook in the country. And of course, Travis Clark is the 2018 national champion, mm-hmm. Rod Gray, um, eat barbecue. He's, he's a hell of a cook too. I think he's kind of, I don't know if he's retired or but we don't see him much anymore, but, um. Yeah, those so all those guys and I always tell people they're not only every one of those guys cooks differently and you pick up something from everybody. So always. I, don't, I don't care who it is. Um, so Charlie can teach you a lot. Um, hopefully one of these days we'll get Jeff in here and maybe Jeff will tell us the secret. If Absolutely. You so.
1: definitely definitely want to talk with Jeff. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. National champion Jeff Vanderlinde. He seems he seems to be a fun guy too just by watching him on TV and how he talks to people Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeff's a lot of fun. We, yeah, it's it's been fun to get to know Jeff, kind of on a different level, you know, sure. with the business, and uh, um, yeah, he's he's a great guy. And Jeff and Derek and Ted, the chicken chicken guys, are are all just they're um, a barrel full of monkeys, so to speak. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Well, that's what barbecue is all about—is having fun, anyway. Oh, so
2: man. yes.
1: Well, we'd also like to do um do a little. Kind of a, a, a fun fun round, fun round here, um, the Northern Fire and Barbecue Supply Products round. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and if you could tell us what your preference is. It would mm-hmm. be awesome. Maybe yeah. you can elaborate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, lump or briquettes?
0: Um, you know, I think there's a place for either of them. Um, another another smoker we sell, we sell the master-built gravity-fed charcoal um, I've got one that we cook on all the time. And you can definitely use uh, lump charcoal, which is what I typically do. We also sell the jealous devil briquettes, which is not, you know, the briquettes that I remember that my dad had that they sure. drowned in freaking airplane fuel and lit them on fire. Airplane um, fuel and sawdust, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, briquettes aren't what they used to be is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. They're much better say. quality now, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, like, in a, in a gravity-fed uh, machine like, a, like the Masterbuilt, uh, you fill that chimney with with lump charcoal. There's a lot of airspace. You fill it with briquettes. There's a lot less airspace. you can kind of a compact lot, in there. Yep, yep. You're going to give a much longer burn time. So if you wanted to run a 225 and do a real long cook on something, um, you could definitely do that. It'd be easier to do with briquettes. Okay, good. Um, so I think I think there's there's places for both of them. Awesome. I'm not not the purist I used to be on. You're the not the purist. No, not anymore.
1: Well, I don't put anything but lump in my uh, big green eggs. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you tried they, the jealous devil in lump charcoal. It is very I good. Yes, yeah. I have. I it. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I've been very impressed with JD stuff. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: you don't have a preference for the other one, but um, how about lump or briquettes versus pellets? I mean, where where do you stand there?
0: Uh, similar situation. I think there are places for for all of that. You know that um, if you grew up like I did, and it sounds like Tori, probably you too. You, yeah, I grew up, you know, basically cooking with whatever I could. Whatever you can use, yeah, I'm sure I use some absolutely horrible wood down in New Mexico. (laughs) I don't even. um, But um, you know, the pellet smokers give you, uh, you know, especially for somebody that doesn't isn't as committed as maybe some of us are. You know, um, it gets them into doing barbecue and and opens doors to them that they. A lot of people, if everybody had to start on a stick burner, I doubt, you know, the population that sticks with it is probably in the, you know, 20 to 30%. I would um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Sure. And pellet smokers give you, get, get people to, you know, especially what we see as a lot of young families in here. Matter of fact, here's our, uh, here's our bucket of suckers, you know, um, kids always come in and grab a sucker, but um, you know, the, these younger families, they're, they're, it's, it's not like it was when I grew up. I'm now I'm kind of, Telling people how old I am. I think I'm seventy five now or something. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, you know, it's now everybody's both parents are working, you know, kids are in sports that not it's not the backyard park and rec stuff I used to do. So I think the pellet grills absolutely give give people the opportunity to get home, fire up the pellet grill. Fire it up and go. Yeah, and yep. do something. Easy. Yeah. Well yep.
1: growing up we just had a Weber grill. That's all we had growing up. Weber we did. kettle. Weber kettle yeah. grill, yeah. 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 The old oh, school yeah. one. And they're they're awesome though.
2: I mean for we had a no name grill no name <laughs> no, it didn't
1: have a, didn't have a brand name on it
2: it's grill grill <laughs> yeah, all right, so beef or pork ribs and tell me why What's oh man,
0: favorite? I love cooking beef ribs, but um I think I prefer pork ribs um, beef ribs are rich, they are you know it, uh they're they're awesome they're a lot of fun and I'll, if I could make them like i've gotten them down in Texas. Um, and I haven't figured that out yet. I don't know what they're doing down there. It's like black magic to me, but you go to, you go down to Austin and have beef ribs. It's like, you know, it's just nothing like it. Mm. Um, you know, we've got great beef ribs and, and, um, we've got some great product to put on them and I just, um, I haven't gotten it nailed yet. So, um, the most fun I've had with beef ribs recently, um, and now I'm going to change my mind a little bit. Um, <laughs> He's going back to the beef. Yeah, this is I'm, I'm almost almost a politician level at this you point. You are. <laughs> um, you're not flip-flopping on us, are you? We've got uh, pit barrel cookers, which I absolutely love cooking on. You hang beef ribs in a pit barrel and just let it go, which is the way I do tri-tip, the way I do picanha. Okay. Um, it's next level. Um, hmm. So I think I'm getting there, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go back. I think I still prefer spare ribs, pork spare ribs.
1: St. Louis-style rib or a yeah, rib, yeah,
0: probably just because I'm better at it. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely better at doing a
1: pork rib than I am in a beef rib. I think, you know, who's it said that beef ribs are almost like a brisket on a rib? You know, if you can get them that tender. Um, I love a good beef rib. Bite. So
2: I got, I got a question on that real quick before, before we go to the next one. So you said you haven't got it nailed yet. According to
0: who? Uh, that's just me. Okay. Luckily, I don't compete with beef ribs, so nobody's telling me I exactly. suck at them yet. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> I just like to see who people, you know, uh, uh, where, they, where they get their judging from. So yeah.
0: Can, yeah, yeah, I'm comparing them, like I said, to when I went down to Texas. And, you know, it's... Awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yep. really good. Okay.
1: How about, um, I know you do your own barbecue sauce, and you can throw this in there. Sweet barbecue sauce or, or vinegar-based? Mm-hmm. What's yours, um, and what's yours like?
0: I prefer sweet. Our, ours is a Kansas City-style sauce. Sure. Our, our Chipotle honey is a little bit unique. Um, definitely honey forward. Um, it's been really popular. The funny thing is, um, my favorite of our three is the devil's own, but we sell the most of the, the Pablo honey chipotle honey, which is really good. I'm proud of that too. Cause it's different. Um, yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. And the tangy stuff, the vinegar based sauces, it's just, uh, I, I didn't grow up with that being in my area at all. Um, I did absolutely lose my mind one time this year and ran a vinegar sauce at a contest and got my teeth kicked in. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know why Missy let me do it that day. I don't know if.
1: Was it in Minnesota up here? Yeah.
0: Well, I was in, um, no, uh, West Salem, Wisconsin, bringing home the bacon.
1: Okay. Um, so you were at the bigger home bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: We were, our rib scores were struggling and I decided to go. Different. Know, we, yeah, I threw out everything, you know, and, and, uh, started over and, uh, didn't work. Okay. <laughs> Kicked your teeth then. Like Luckily, said, it was yeah. a double, so we were able to recover the next day. And Missy, I think Missy spent most of that night running around telling everybody the stupid thing I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny. You live, you learn. You can't yeah. always do yep. it right uh, mm-hmm.
1: I think the furlongs did well that day, didn't they? Furlongs? Yeah, yeah I, think furlongs. They, I think they took it, didn't they? Or were they second?
0: second place maybe? I wanted to say second, but I, I, think think I know they, they did well. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Uh, so flats or drummies for your chicken wings. And could you give us, tell us what spice you would use on them?
0: any rubs you have yeah or? you know I'm a dry rub guy when it comes to wings um, which is kind of funny because I'm in the sauce business but um, so Missy is a she eats flats and I like flats mm-hmm. if I had a preference I would do flats all day long same here um, but what happens now is if we go somewhere and order wings we always ask for flats only, and most restaurants won't won't they cater won't do that. that. They, they won't, won't split them. Every up. once in a while, you'll find somewhere, but mm-hmm. um, so what happens for me now is Missy gets the flats, and I get the drummy. So <laughs> good compromise, works, right? right? Yeah, yep, yeah. 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 yep. But uh, I would like. Um, the dry rubs and now you know these guys uh, cosmos made the wing dust okay and uh, now croy valley's got their their wing dust over here too um, those are really good and fun and and um, you don't really good
1: to toss the wings in those yeah yep
0: no. yep There's, you know like uh, cosmos has got the honey barbecue and i think what we just we just got in the croy valley stuff okay um but uh yeah that's good dry rub
1: well you know they can come in and get some some good wing yeah. wing spices other than that
0: sure. to answer your question a little further the they're the, the wing sauce, the the Croy Valley wing sauce is really good. And then we also have uh, Gentry's barbecue, his uh, burn-on-fire sauce, which is it's a combination of their kakalaki mustard sauce and hot sauce. Mm-hmm. That stuff is amazing. It'd be great on a wing. Oh, it's good on everything. Anything. We put it on burgers, chicken sandwiches, <laughs> everything. It's awesome.
2: Okay, okay.
1: Do you ever, like, do you, do you go every day, like, trying something new here? Like, go home and yeah, crack open know, some sauce and we, try it or
0: we literally try to try you have a lot of products, everything that comes in the door, we try it wow and um, I told somebody one day, I'm like, you know, i got a front row seat to a heart attack here. <laughs> you know there's so much sodium in this stuff it, it's uh that's yeah, okay yeah it's it's but, hard uh, for you to do it in moderation, isn't it for sure yeah, but we we've got um and if it wasn't for the laws in Minnesota, we would have open bottles for people to try to, but
1: you yeah, know, you really can't do that, can you? unfortunately Uh,
0: yeah i think if i remember right you have to have a hand wash station within six feet of where you're doing it sure you know it's just just, um yeah kind of untenable that's what it is yeah sure Mm -hmm. okay so here's the
2: money question you ready Um, i'm always ready okay that's a lie (laughs) 195 degrees or 203 and tell me why
0: are we talking vacation here? <laughs> uh, Las Vegas in July, 203? Well, yeah. You go to one, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, are we talking brisket? Is that what we're thinking? Whatever you want to talk about. Well, so uh, let's let's talk about brisket for a minute. In my opinion, um, the biggest mistake people make on brisket is undercooking it, and they get they get told a temperature that a brisket's going to finish at, and they're taking it off. Somebody told them one ninety five. They're they're taking it off at one ninety five, and I like you know a wagyu brisket to, is typically you know, for me, between 205 and 213, it's a much wider range than people. Even there. higher
1: than, than a prime, then, is what you're saying. like For sure. Yeah, yeah
0: Wagyu's always a higher finish temperature okay. than a prime. Um, go ahead, Tori. No, no, I was going to say I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um,
1: it's just so marbled, I suppose. You need to yep. really get everything rendered down very right. well.
0: And I always encourage people, especially if they're new to brisket, to, if you're going to make a mistake on brisket, overcook it. Okay. And over rest it. Rest it longer than you think you need to. You know, what I see people coming in here and they're what they're worried about is finish time. We're gonna eat it at six. What time do I put it on?
1: Yeah, that's that's always a discussion that's yeah. had. It's 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 when it's done, it's done. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather finish mm-hmm. it at ten in the morning and let it sit all afternoon in a cooler resting. Yep to get those juices yep. back and, and
0: that's what I, I try to tell people is that you can rest a piece of meat a big piece of meat like that a lot longer than you, you think. sure can um and especially if you got it in a nice tight space in a cooler or a cambro yep. um put, put, so put towels over it
1: keep it keep yep. it in there and and, mm-hmm. Tori and i've had this discussion many times i'm like yeah let it get done in the morning and just hold it
0: yeah sure. so to answer your question differently um everything to me on a brisket is Game matter of fact, I tell people all the time we sell thermopens, which are, you know, it's best handheld, they are the best, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Um, but when I get to the end of a brisket cook, I'll actually turn that, that the window that has the that's telling you what the temperature is, I'll turn it away from me so that my stupid brain isn't looking at it going, it's done, it's done, you know, so it's all feel.
1: So you're going to pinching it, checking it, see how it is, and yeah, you can, you the, the, j- the jiggle, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah um. Yeah, but I, I I go with just the ThermaPen. ThermaPen. Yeah, yep. just ten, mm-hmm. Just Yeah, Joe Pierce is a guy that can grab a brisket by by its tail and wave it around the room and he'll know exactly <laughs> what's going on. I'm I'm uh, I'm not that good. You at just it, but. probe it and check it. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. But um, and kind of the same with ribs. You know, at least competition ribs, um, you got to get good at the field game with it. If you're making far off, fall off the own ribs at home you know you're probably talking 203 but sure
2: that's what i do with the ribs I, it's, it's a field thing for me
0: i mean i'll double yep. check
2: to make sure they're, they're done but it's a field game for me yeah
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah and you get to know your cooker and that's what i tell people too is you know the better you know your cooker you know um briskets you know are you cooking an eight pound flat or are you cooking a 22 pound whole p- full pack, packer it's, yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's different Difference. so it's gonna take a lot longer probably
1: okay what are some of the Cook-offs? Are you going to do some cook-offs this this next year? Or are you going to focus on your business, or?
0: Um, yeah, we we've got a, a pretty full schedule planned. Um, we've got some other irons in the fire as far as the business goes, and depending on what direction those things go, um, it might affect our cooking season. But um, um, yeah, we've I think we've got somewhere between eleven and thirteen on the on the docket, which okay. is which is a pretty full season up north it's hard to get that many in um if i get half of those in i'll be happy um it's a lot of work yeah well it is it's a lot of you know a a lot of it now is traveling because you know we don't have enough contests we've lost too many contests in minnesota and uh which is one of the reasons we keep talking about bringing fire and ice back we want to you know we need we need more contests in minnesota for sure um
1: (laughs) Well, that, the reason I asked was because we want to go to contests and interview folks. We'd love to see you out there oh, again yeah. and, yeah. you know, just to see how you do things.
0: Yeah. Minnesota May is coming up. Yep, um, you know, that's... Uh, planning that's, on being there. Yeah. That's a great contest. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. The Minnesota Barbecue Society, they've been really, really receptive to what mm-hmm. we're doing. So The
0: best thing that's come out of Minnesota May, and in my opinion, in, in the Barbecue Society, has done an absolutely awesome job over the last few years growing the backyard side of things and... You know, back when I started, there there might be, you know, what, gosh, you know, like Owatonna when we were cooking backyard at Owatonna. Um, I think there was maybe eight or ten Sure. Teams, it's just exploded. You know? Yeah, and now you go to Minnesota Maine, there's like thirty. Yeah, and they're good cooks. You know, they're all really good. I mean, they can they're top notch. Some of the top teams, teams in the country. So. Yep. yep. Yeah, we're so we're going to plan on being there,
1: and and we're hoping to get some other ones like Albert Lee, There's a, a pretty big one. Roundy View's is a big one, and um, the Watana like you were talking about. Yeah, we're hoping to to get out there and do more interviews So hope to see you awesome.
2: Yeah Well, well Aaron has been great talking to you. I mean, we absolutely love the store uh, what you got going on and all that um, For our listeners, where can they find you? Where, where can we where can they look you up?
0: So we're uh, we're on Shady Oak Road um, We're just south of Highway 62 on Shady Oak um, Sundial Center is the name of the plaza and um, a lot of people might be familiar with yo-yo donuts
1: well uh, we pulled up you have a great location here this I, is this yeah, is top notch yeah. and i said he's got everything here he doesn't ever have to leave he's got a liquor store he's he can go down
0: cleaners <laughs> he's got drink. a drink
1: you got, got a little bit of everything here i don't here. know
0: anything about that liquor store i don't know what you're <laughs> talking about <laughs> um we'll yeah i know we've got the, you know pop popcorn's right next Popcorn. to us um uh-huh. sue does a great job and rebecca and don next door on the olive oil store that's olive a oil. really unique uh, really cool business um yo-yo donuts is uh the, it's crazy. One of the reasons we open earlier on Saturday than we do the rest of the week is there's a line outside Yo-Yo Donuts for for donuts every weekend. So we're I'll, I'll usually roll a smoker out there and start something on fire. There you Just, go. To, just gap, to grab their attention. The but, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's a great spot. I, Tony Courthouse gets credit for picking that. I I just inherited it. But it, it is a really good. Spot. It's a great
1: location. You bet. Yeah. You bet. It was it was nice. It was an easy to get here too. How about social media? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. Just look up Northern Fire BBQ. Okay, um, we've got a Twitter account that we need to use more. Um, Twitter's a weird animal, but um, yeah, um, no. Yeah, we, you find us out there. We,
1: we 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 thank you for having us. I mean, like like you said, it's a beautiful story. You have a lot of wonderful, wonderful products. Mm-hmm. You're very knowledgeable. You t- talked about a few things today, making me think about what i'm going to be doing here in the future and hopefully maybe get up some of these you know great classes if you decide to do some more
0: yeah i think you know the one thing that everybody and i always just try to encourage people learning is part of the fun it is you know and uh everybody's gonna screw things up so um yeah it's uh i hope to keep getting people more and more encouraged to come out and and just uh try stuff you know mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. and and that's what we've seen it's been really fun to have people leave with a tri-tip and you know go try cooking it and come back and give us feedback and it's good stuff yeah it's fun and i'll
1: let you know how your uh, how your sauce is because i bought a a couple of yes. couple of bottles today and yeah maybe definitely. Tori will come back and pull the pull the trigger on that
2: uh on that smoker I'm, I'm gonna get some measurements before i leave yeah well i already put the sold sign on it tori I, there you go <laughs> <laughs> get all the checkbook buddy <laughs> it's
1: imminent all right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot for having us. okay? Thank you, guys. All right. Take care. All right. Well, that's it for the Up North QCast today. We spent the day here at Northern Fire and Barbecue Supply Store in Minnetonka. A beautiful store. We had a great day. Um, we ask you to go and follow us on Instagram and please like, share, and rate the podcast on Facebook. Go to our website at upnorthqcast.com. Leave us a message to play on an upcoming episode. We'd love to play your messages. And I want to say a special thanks to Aaron Bordage
2: and Tori for joining me today. And everyone, get out there and smoke something.